0: And chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. This week's guest is going to drop so much ad, Facebook ad information. So if you have been struggling with that, get excited. Um, my guest this week is
1: Alexandra Ramirez, and she is the owner of the Freedom Ad Agency. So, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to get into this. I I, I was just telling Nicole. That I am a virgin to popping champagne bottles and I had the longest time trying to pop it. <laughs> Wait, oh, so this is like your first time?
0: I didn't know it was the first time.
1: Well, I've had champagne before, obviously, but I've never popped a, a, a champagne bottle before. That was my first.
0: Yay! Oh, that's exciting. Have you ever seen the crazy people that do it with like a sword? Like they not uh, I've the never bottom. seen it in
1: person. I've seen it online though.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm. I don't know that cool people. I guess apparently they can
1: actually do it that way. <laughs> like, Maybe you could be the cool person then. <laughs>
0: oh God! There goes my thumb. <laughs> but <buddy. laughs> well, yeah. Well, I'm excited. What? What kind of? What are you drinking, by the way?
1: Um, I think it's just a sparkling wine. To be honest with you, I think it's because you know the California champagne is different from like yes. actual French champagne. So I think it's just sparkling wine is what it is. Yeah,
0: totally. Well, awesome! Well, yay! Um, I am excited uh, to dive in because, yeah, um, yeah. Before we get started talking about Facebook ads, can you tell us a little bit? You know, like about your journey, like, you know, have you always been into Facebook ads, or like, how did you get to
1: where you are now? (laughs) I don't think anybody just starts with Facebook ads, right? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) so okay, so I can let me reverse back a little bit. So my husband was in the Air Force. Uh, for a good number of years. And he ended up getting, and he was the breadwinner for a very long time. I was a stay at home mom. And he eventually got diagnosed with lupus. And he also got diagnosed with two blood disorders, which all three of them cause uh, his body to create blood clots all around. Wow. So not fun. Uh, we were 23 at the time when it first happened, when he got his first clot. And so with that being said, he does chemo every like six months to keep his antibodies down. And so with that being said, I kind of, when he first got the, the clots, I kind of wanted to know, you know, what should I be doing? You know, stay at home mom. I, 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 and I, I know that he's going to get medically retired out of the air force. I have to do something. So I ended up kind of get, I went back to college for a little bit, just like online college to try and just like start the process of something. Mm-hmm. And as I started doing that, um, my mom is a computer programmer and as a computer programmer, she started doing a little bit of like virtual assistant work type of things. So admin type of work, you know, those types of things. And she eventually was like, Alex, why don't you just do some of the things that I do? Mm-hmm. And so, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do exactly what you do, but I'll dip my toes into it a little bit. So I started on at Fiverr initially. I was also before then I was a beach body coach for a little bit. And so, but when I got out and became a virtual assistant, I decided to contact a couple of the top people in the in, in the beach body, you know, industry to see if I could be a virtual assistant for them. And, you know, they were great as far as you know, allowing me to do that. Mm-hmm. Then eventually, I moved into working with more, uh, you know, coaches like life coaches, business coaches, you know, things like that. I really started working with them, which was super amazing. And as time goes on, as a virtual assistant, you tend to do funnels, you tend to do emails, you tend to do launches, and eventually started getting into ads because my, you know, clients wanted to be able to grow their funnels. They wanted to be able to you know, really grow their launches. So I started learning more about Facebook ads and how I can get into that. Once that started going, I started doing consultant work for ads. And then beginning of last year, so 2020, I decided to open up my for you advertising agency. And ever since then, it's been amazing.
0: Oh, I love that. Yes, I love that your journey and I'm, well, I'm sorry that it started that way. That's crazy that, that, you know, it happened that way. But I do love how you kind of took your own routes and, you know, have gotten to where you are today.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely been a journey. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. How many kids do y'all have? We have two kids. We have JJ, who is our oldest, and he is nine years old. And then we have our seven-year-old daughter, Ariel.
0: Oh, Oh, that's awesome. I love their names. Thank you. Well, awesome. So you must see a lot of things uh, with Facebook ads. Like, do you see a lot of mistakes? Like, what would like the number, like off the top of your head, like the number one mistake people make? Okay.
1: Um, I think the biggest mistake that people make in terms of ads is overcomplicating the process.
0: Mm.
1: Um, and that's why I actually teach Facebook ads a lot differently from other ad experts out there cuz I want to make them a lot easier for my clients. And I get it. You look in the ads manager and you're like where the heck do I even start? What am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> like I get it especially for someone who has never touched the ads manager. I completely understand how it can be a little a little intimidating to look in the ads manager. But that's why it's good to you know, don't just like start, you know, watch some YouTube videos, you know, watch <laughs> something else to kind of get an idea of how to like run your first Facebook ad and how to, and what what do you run it to, right? Right. So that, I think that's the biggest thing is that people overcomplicate the whole entire thing. And, you know, they they're, a lot of the Facebook ad experts out there tend to teach the old methods mm-hmm. of Facebook ads, which is, you know, Testing 10 different variations of graphics, 10 different variations yes. of copy, um, testing 20 different interests um, within your ad sets and, you know, te- testing different types of funnels and all this types of stuff. Right. But there comes a point in time when you got to stop testing. You just got to trust yourself and you're to trust that, you know, your ideal client and how to attract them yes. and that your marketing is good. And that you're going to turn them into, you know, turn these strangers into clients. You have to trust that.
0: Oh, I love that. That is so true. Um, I, I feel like that's come up a few times um, on the podcast lately, and just like in general when I talk to other entrepreneurs, because like we're not so much I feel like taught to just trust our our gut, or our intuition, you know, and go with it, like yep. in the business sense. You know what I mean? And so now, if you're like in ads, you're kind of confused, and you're like, oh god, I'm spending money. You know, like so, like I need to follow what you know so and so says, but that isn't always the right way to do it
1: yeah and I, if we talked maybe a couple of years ago like you know three to four years ago testing would have been perfectly fine and you didn't have to spend a lot you know it mm-hmm. wasn't ex- as, as expensive as it is nowadays so you know it, it nowadays you have to be super strategic in what you are doing so that you don't waste your money
0: yeah oh i love that i love that you're like you know being strategic and putting that out there too because i you know i've coached a lot of clients and they spend a lot of money on ads and they get zero in return, you know, and it's so heartbreaking because they've been burnt. They're out of money. You know, they're even more stressed than when they started. And I hate seeing that.
1: Yeah. And I think too, when it comes to ads, um, and I have, I've had multiple conversations about this and I feel like the coaching industry is, um, thinks that advertising is very taboo. We're very much told, you know, there's a lot of messaging going around in terms of, you know, I made X without funnels and paid ads. Well, okay, cool. That's fine. But aren't you ready to like start making a million dollars? Aren't you ready to like really create that impact that you want to create? And don't you want to do it in a shorter period of time because your people need your stuff? Yes, totally. Yeah. So I think that's really super important to let go of the taboo that you're hearing around you and allow yourself to make that impact, allow yourself to advertise and and don't make it such a big deal.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. So right. So true. So I'm sure you run into this a lot, Um. but like, so what are like a few things like your business needs to dial in before you start them? Like, like, is there like a certain benchmark that you tell people to get to, you know, like income wise before you start or like, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on all of that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so there's no actual milestone or benchmark or anything that I tell my clients that they need to be at. However, because I've had clients who have come to me and like they just started a new business altogether and you know and we do great that first month that we work together. And then I've had other clients who have been in business for a very long time and started ads and and it didn't do as well. So I've had both ends of, of, of those extremes. And I think what needs to happen for everybody is instead of going, you know, okay, I'm, I'm gonna start running ads when I make X amount of dollars in my business, or I'm gonna do this, this, and that. Instead, you can start running some pretty simple ads and maybe tell people to book a call inside of that funnel, you know? Or, or maybe just have an ad simply to your warm audience, like your Instagram following and your email list that push them to a call. Or, or maybe you can do a simple ad that's like to a PDF download that's actually super cheap um, to get leads through that. So also, although I've said that you have to be strategic in what you're doing... You also can't again overcomplicate the process, mm-hmm. and and just like wait until the last minute to start making to start doing ads. Do something. Start yeah. audience a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, totally. And like, so have you ever like noticed like you know, um, are there like certain ads that perform better, or does that kind of vary like between industries and stuff?
1: So with the iOS 14 update, what's been happening? Uh, by the way, it, it, try not to look this up if you guys have never ran ads before, because it'll just confuse you. Yeah, I was going to ask
0: you about it. It's on my notes right yeah. here too. I'm like iOS update question mark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, let me just give you a quick run, uh, a quick summary of what I what what I'm talking about in terms of iOS 14 update. So Apple put in a new what do you call it? Upda- an update mm-hmm. uh, called the iOS 14 uh, or the iOS 14.5, in which. On these updates, and you might have already seen it if you've updated your phone in the last couple of months, in which you go to the app after you've updated and it's going to ask you whether you want to send data to this app or, and like to track you or, or to not send the data. And what that does for advertisers, especially on Facebook, And the reason behind that is because Facebook is not a very good search engine like Pinterest or YouTube, for example, because those Mm -hmm. can still run without having to deal with a lot of the iOS stuff. But with Facebook, it's definitely important to track people. And because the algorithm is going to go after the people who are opting in on your stuff or buying your stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. So the, I don't want to confuse you too much in terms of the iOS 14 update, but that's basically what it is. And that's what it does to, for us as advertisers. It's hard for us to track the person mm-hmm. from when they click the ad to when they opt in or when they purchase or whatever, they, you know, whatever the call to action is there. So with iOS 14, with what's been happening there? people are seeing a lot more expensive type of facebook ads and it's because we've been taught so many times to watch to focus on the the text part of facebook ads to not worry about the graphics to not worry about the copy and instead to only worry about the interest that you put into your facebook ads you know so what's happening right now to make sure that you're not having to spend a whole bunch of money on your ads is to focus on the creative. So I don't want you to test 10 different types of ones, but it is good to trust in yourself that you're going to attract the right person with your graphic, you're going to attract the right person with your copy. So you have to make sure your messaging is on point. You have to make sure that your, your graphic is on point. You can't just put out something that was you know, created with a Canva template all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which is fine sometimes. I'm fine with that sometimes. There's some pretty good looking templates out there. But at the same time, sometimes you have to go out of your way a little bit and, and, and make it yours, you know, make it a little more different. And but yeah, creatives are, are definitely a big thing right now. Another thing too that I've been teaching my clients and also doing for my clients is what's called a lead generation objective. So if you go, yeah. let's go to... If anybody's listening and if you're at your computer, what I want you to do is go to business.facebook.com, go over to your ads manager, and I want you to click where it says create. There's a button in the left corner that says create. When you click on that, you're creating a new ad. And normally somebody would click on the conversions objective. And that's basically meaning that you're trying to take the consumer off of the platform and into your opt-in or into, you know, purchasing your course or whatever it ends up being. And you, the problem with that is that with the iOS 14 update, you can't really track people who decided not to be tracked. But with the lead, gener- if you click on where it says lead generation objective instead, that objective creates an opt-in on the platform, on the actual Facebook or Instagram. So the person doesn't have to get off of the platform in order to opt into your one, into your freebie.
0: I did that through Salesforce the other day and I was like, oh my
1: God, this made it so easy. Yeah. It's really super simple. And so if you use a lead generation objective, what it's going to do is you'll be able to track every single person. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do all the iOS 14 update as much.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so I was wondering that too. I'm like, I just filled out the form, you know, on Facebook for your sales Mm -hmm. page. And then it took me through to like, you know, the download your, I think it was a email ebook. Um where do like where does my name get stored for them? Like is it in Facebook or does it get like sent to them somewhere?
1: So it gets put into Facebook and then with the Facebook, um, you can actually connect your Zapier that'll mm-hmm. connect from the Facebook lead ads over to Uh, whatever email software that you use that way it can move the the name and the and the email address over to whatever email software you're using that's active campaign or convertkit or kajabi whatever you can move people over to there and and it's just it's automatic so
0: that's awesome Yay. I am taking so many notes. Fantastic. Um, (laughs) And so, uh, the creative, you said like, uh, do you test like video versus like a still image or like, what do you suggest people like start with? Or again, does that kind of go back to knowing like, you know, your ideal customer and your messaging and all that stuff?
1: Yeah. I think it always just goes back to what you think your consumer would want. Yeah. More than anything. Um, so for example, I had, I don't have them running right now, but I did have ads running to my done for you advertising agency. And what I was doing there is I had both a graphic and I also had like the, like, gosh, it's like, it's a video, but it's basically like stock video of myself, like during a photo shoot mm-hmm. and it's got some cool music. And then I, in the background, like you hear me talking and saying, you know, what my advertising agency is all about. And then you can go through my funnel and all that kind of stuff and schedule a call with me. And, um, but yeah, at one time I did have nothing but graphics or like pictures of me, for example. But then I decided to really think about what does my consumer need? Like what, what does my consumer want to see out of me? You know, Mm -hmm. when they see my ad, what's going to get them to go, yeah, I need to work with this person. So I, I really thought hard about that. And I was like, you know what? Let me do a quick video to do that. But I don't have to do that for every single one of my clients. Like if it's a challenge or like a freebie of some kind, most of the time I just do a graphic. There's no need for you to do a full-on video. Mm-hmm. It's going to attract the right person anyways. So normally I only do video if it's something like super high ticket. Or yeah, that's like pretty much the only reason is what I'll, what I'll do.
0: Awesome. Okay. And then like with copy and stuff, like, no, I see sometimes like one sentence and then it's like, you know, the, the creative and then the call to action. And then sometimes you see like the novels, you know, and like, do you see any difference on those or like a, I mean, I guess, again, what we're just coming back to is really just knowing who your people are, if like what they want to read a lot, or if you're just going to catch their attention in one sentence.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, I can give you a quick exa- I'll give you two examples here because that'll actually ha- help answer this question. Well, first thing is first, the answer is don't overcomplicate it, right? Mm-hmm. But the example I can give you is I have a client who, before she started working with me, she was running an ad to a PDF freebie and she forgot to put copy on it. And she didn't touch her ad for a good couple of months, like didn't touch it whatsoever. And then she looked back at it and it was doing like a dollar per lead. I think less than that. So that's amazing, by the way. Yes.
0: I love that example. Um,
1: <laughs> another example too, is I'm actually running ads right now to a, like a three day challenge. So if my own freebie and I actually, we, we work their advertising agency, we work with another agency that does our clients like graphics and copy. Mm-hmm. And so I sent them what I wanted in terms of copy and like what, what I wanted there. And so I sent that off and she, they brought it back. And then, so I put those in my ads and it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the heck is going on? Like I was getting $20 per lead. Both my graph, it was either my graphic or my copy or it was both that I needed to fix. Cause I wasn't getting a lot of link clicks. And so that tells me it's usually the, the copy or the graphic. Mm-hmm. And so I went back in there and I was like, gosh, what, what's happening here, <laughs> you know? And so when I did that though, it allowed me to really think about who's my ideal client and what do they want? Well, my, my ideal client comes to me because they want simplicity. Mm-hmm. And so when I looked back at my graphic, it was super busy. When I looked at my copy again, super busy. And so I decided to just redo the whole thing. I did my own graphic, I did my own copy. And sometimes it's okay to do it by yourself for a second. And cause you know your consumer more than anybody else. Like I, I'm i never gonna know Nicole's audio client, audio client to the T, right? you know, I'm going to know the basis of it. I know how to probably convert them just a little bit, but she probably knows the right things to say, like personality wise, that's going to get them to the next level of they know, like, and trust Nicole. Mm -hmm. So that, that I think when I change that though, I I'm now down to like $8 a lead, which over time, now that I'm still pushing the ads, it'll go down as time goes on too.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's quite a big difference. 20 to eight, you know, I mean, even right there. Um, What is your three-day challenge in case anybody listening wants to join in?
1: Um, well, actually, to be honest with you, I'm going to be running a challenge every single month. So I'll give Nicole access to that. So it will probably be like in the, what the show notes, Nicole, Mm -hmm. uh, when I give that to you. And so you guys, I'll have a different one every single month. So all the basis of it is that I'm teaching you how to scale your online coaching business. So whatever that ends up being in that month, <laughs> it'll be something <laughs> different, but I'll go over the same things pretty much in which it's just about scaling your online business in some way, shape or form so that you can simplify, but also scale at the same time. Ooh, point.
0: I want to join. So yes, please let me know.
1: <laughs> of course.
0: <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So, and then, you know, some people might be listening right now, like, okay, like I thought about ads, uh, like when, you know. When do people know it's like time to take that next step into starting ads? You know what I mean? Is there some certain like formula or framework or like foundation that you get in place before they start doing ads? Or how does that work?
1: I think this is all, and this is where I'm totally different from the other Facebook ad people out there. Um, It's a mindset thing. It's a mindset shift that you'll have to do. So it's not a certain milestone of like, hey, I've made six figures. Let me start running ads now. It's more of a... Um, I know that my stuff is really good and I know that I want to create an impact and I know that I am ready to go full force into this business. So let me put some ads on top of it.
0: Oh, I love that. And I feel like so many things like that comes down to our businesses, you know,
1: mindset, um,
0: including ads or, you know, anything that we, we decide to do. I love that.
1: A lot of my work is mindset, to be honest. (laughs) I know, I know. Sometimes (laughs) I'm like, am I? But it's all from the agency and like doing the actual ads. But like, that's the easiest part of my business. The, The hardest part is definitely the mindset, trying to get my clients out of these like mindset, like limiting beliefs.
0: Yes, I know. Yeah, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, am I a marketing coach or like a therapist, which I love, like, I love both of it, you know, like, but it's so, you know, our businesses are so intertwined, I feel like with our personal and mindset and everything. So it's really neat to just kind of get in there and dig around and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I love it. Um, Okay. So trying to think of anything else, I feel like I've asked like a million ads questions. (laughs) Like, is there anything else that you like, think of that people need to know or like any tips or anything like that off the top of your head that we haven't covered? Or um, do you do any other platform ads or just just Facebook?
1: I mostly just do Facebook and Instagram. I do have some running on YouTube and like LinkedIn and stuff like that, but I I have not mastered those platforms just yet. You know, I'm more – I've done Facebook and Instagram for so long where I'm like, yeah, this is – I know exactly what to do. But it's also in a constant, like, changing algorithm in there. And so that's the cool thing about it is I don't have to – it's not like I'm chall- I'm challenging myself within the Facebook ads and, <laughs> you know, and so when I go into different platforms, it's not like I'm really challenging myself too much. So.
0: Yeah. Totally. And so when like people listening to like, you can, when you set up like a Facebook ad, right. Too like, it goes on, it can go onto Instagram if you want it to. Correct.
1: Oh yeah. hundred percent. Cause they're, they're interconnected.
0: Oh yeah. That's true. They had a Facebook bottom, right?
1: Yeah. I think Facebook bought Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so that's why they kind of put the two together. Same thing when it came – if you ever run YouTube ads, you're kind of – you can also run Google ads at the same time.
0: Oh, I did not know that one. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, And so this is a question I love to ask my guests. Um, You know, we kind of talk about mindset, but I love to talk about, like, comfort zones and stuff too and, like, pushing ourselves outside of them. Um, Like, do you have any tips or, like, what do you kind of do to, like, put yourself – out of your comfort zone to grow
1: your business uh i'm gonna so i'm gonna sound really i don't know is this cliche uh just do it <laughs> <laughs> that's like what my answer to like, uh, i am yeah, Mikey. I, like I, there's no like secret here i mean i uh, th- and also i don't like to use the word like leap of faith or anything like that because when you leap to whatever you want to do whether that's grow your business or change your business. Or if you're just starting a business, whatever it ends up being, you need to just do what you're gonna do, no matter what the consequences are. I love it. That's it. I mean, because I mean, I've t- made so many different leaps in my business and also in my life where I knew I could have failed, and I, I can even fail right now. I could lose all my clients right now, right mm-hmm. and that's not going to stop me from what I want to do in my business. I'm not just going to make that stop me whatsoever. So any like quote unquote failure that I see that happens in my business or within my life, I just keep going. You got to keep trucking. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You got to keep doing it. And you got to take that next leap no matter what the consequences are. So just stop being in your own head. And I I'm, I'm one to be like, I'm fooling. I'm diagnosed with anxiety. And I've dealt with it my entire life. I used to be a thumb sucker for a very, very long time and uh, because of my anxiety and I'm the first to be like super scared about everything, but I still push myself to that next step or else I'm just going to sit and I can't just sit in a corner cry all day. I just can't.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm pretty similar actually. And it's, you know, you feel like you're going to like, I don't know, freak out or die. But it's like, well, if you don't do it, then, you know, you're going to be even more disappointed than like fear and anxiety that you feel right now.
1: You you have to really think and ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? What is literally the worst thing that can happen? I don't know. I lose all my clients. Okay. Well, I can, I can get more. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Mm No, it's not that big of a deal. Or like, let's say if I start a new business of some kind and it doesn't do as well in the first couple of months. Well, okay, neither did my other business. So I got to keep going until it works.
0: Yes. And trusting that intuition, right? And knowing like taking those steps. So whether they're big or small or, you know, they're probably going to be messy, you know, but (laughs) just following those like breadcrumbs. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I love that. I love it. Um, okay. And to your favorites, I like to ask everybody like a few questions on what their favorites are. Um, so what's
1: your favorite book? Uh, I don't have one. I <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, I'm not a book person. I never really have. I, I'm not dyslexic, but at the same time, um, I have a trouble with reading words in a book and and fully seeing and imagining what's happening. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense then. Well, yeah. I don't really have one to be honest with you. Unless we went back into the day like of when we had to read like to kill a mockingbird or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I heard a quote from that book the other day and I was like, Oh, I should read that. Like it's seriously been like 30 years, but I remember liking it. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. What's your favorite drink? It could be anything
1: anything anything um you know what I had one at the bar there's a bar that my husband and I like to go to nowadays I forget what it was called um it was a really funny name something about the sea um anyways but it was a blue drink and it had you know those shark gummies mm-hmm. it had one of those in there which was kind of cute but it was one of the best drinks I've ever had Oh, that really-
0: sounds fun! Like I would just get that, like just for the aesthetics of it.
1: <laughs> I, that's what. I, that's exactly, and it it's like there's like sea foam on top of it, like it looks like sea foam. It's just regular foam, obviously. Oh. um There's like film on top, then it's like blue on the bottom, and then the shark thingy. So it's kind of cute.
0: That's super cute. I love that. Yeah. um What's your favorite thing to do to relax?
1: Netflix binge.
0: Mm. It's a great pick. Um, Okay, and then my next one is What's your favorite thing to watch? So what do you binge on Netflix?
1: (laughs) Uh, Murder mysteries
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like the 48 hours type ones Or like movies Say that again Like the 48 hours type ones In Dateline Or like a Um, movie Like just
1: mystery Like full on documentary type of ones So one, I've watched Making a Murder probably like I don't know, like 50 plus times And I actually am having my husband Watch it now And he's like I, he's going crazy about it. he's like whoa <laughs> that was really funny but yeah a lot of like documentary murder mystery type of things is what what I basically watch okay
0: awesome yeah you should hang out with my father-in-law he's all over those so I'm more of like a Hallmark gal but it's like everybody like a lot of people on the podcast like a lot it's a lot of murder like murder mysteries and like the podcasts and stuff like that like true crime all that stuff
1: yep that's definitely me
0: Awesome. Uh, And lastly, where is your favorite place to go? Home. Oh, I love that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like to stay home. I'm a big homebody. So that's definitely something, you know, I don't mind getting out and having fun with people, but most of the time uh, home is, is, is always to me.
0: Yeah. I'm the same. My husband's like, let's go travel. You know, like let's leave for like three weeks. I'm like, no, I don't want to.
1: (laughs) The most I could probably do is probably if we're talking without my kids, I can maybe only do like a day or so Uh, with my kids. I could probably only suffice like a week or so. And that's about it.
0: Yeah, oh man, we are the same person, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Awesome. So where can everybody find you online? Social media website. Again, I'll put all this in the show notes, too, with the challenge when I get that information. But yeah, if you want to share all that so everybody can connect with you more.
1: Yeah, I have two places that you guys can go to. So first is my YouTube channel. If you just look up Alexandra Ramirez, or if you look up Alexandra and Facebook ads or something like that, you'll find me. I have a bunch of content over there. So if you want to learn, like literally, I don't hold back secrets, guys. I can promise you that. I don't hold back on my secrets in terms of YouTube and my content over there. And so if you want to learn how to run Facebook ads, you can easily do that with my YouTube channel. You don't really have, you know, I want I want you to buy from me, and I would like for you to become a client of mine. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but I like I said, I don't hold back any secrets. So if you if you want to learn how to run Facebook ads, that's definitely a way to go. Uh, but another w- uh, way to connect with me is on my Instagram, where you can find me at the Alexandra Ramirez. Um, let's see here, and then obviously, if you want to join my challenge, you can always join that.
0: Yay! Okay, that's, I'm excited to learn about you a little bit more and like connect. I'm so happy that we had this conversation and I appreciate everything that you've shared because I know I've learned a lot from it and I know the listeners are going to take so much away from this as well.
1: Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys to, you know, start running Facebook ads, even that, I mean, if it's just for $5 a day or something like that, do something, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just like the reach,
0: like so much more. Okay. That just made me think of a question because I have talked to a few different ads people over the years and, you know, certain people are like, no, you should at least spend, like don't start until you have like $1,500 a month, like to be no. able to spend or, you know, so I, I, you know, you hear all these different things. Like, do you have a recommendation or like, would $5 be good enough to start?
1: Well, I mean, okay, you have to think back into what your goals are. So if if your goals is just to kind of just like start your ads and just kind of dip your toes into it and you just kind of want to learn the platform and you want to you know, start growing your community a little bit here and there, do it by yourself and run it for five to $10 a day. That's perfectly fine. And and just make sure you have a call to action for, for these people that are coming in, whether that's like to get on a call with you or whatever you do just do something.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, so that's like what I would definitely say for that. Now, if you're ready to go full force into ads, and if you're ready to make a full impact on your ads, then, you know, yes, you'll need a good amount of money to be doing that.
0: Okay.
1: That's what I would say. You have to think about what are my goals here? Is, Is it just to, you know, just to dip my toes into this and see, you know, see how it does for me and see if i can you know get a few sales calls here and there or is it i'm ready to go full force and and scale my business to eight figures or whatever okay let me hire an agency to do this for me
0: yeah and And do you see people kind of starting like dipping their toes and then they grow and then they you know you know then they'll come to you and be like i don't want to do this anymore can you take these and then like you know the scale away
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's actually why I created my group program, Limitless Clients, which I'm going to be promoting inside of the challenge. And just so you can kind of, I want people to start dipping their toes into Facebook ads, but also be able to get something out of it. Because for example, if you join my $27 Facebook ads course, you're not going to get that much in terms of how to make sales with Facebook ads. It's more about how to grow your community with Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. But if you're ready to go full force into it, but you also, and, and maybe you're a little bit skeptical in terms of, you know, hiring a full on agency for $4,000 a month or whatever, then, you know, live as clients is, is, is one of the best ways to go because then you can start to just like understand Facebook ads. You can put them together yourself. You understand how they work, why they work. And then, You're doing it yourself for a little bit. And then you can obviously, you know, if you want to scale 10 times with your ads, then you can obviously hire an agency for that.
0: Awesome. I love it. I love that you're like just, again, so transparent about all of it Um, because it's confusing, you know, and, you know, people I think want to do it. They're not sure how to get started, you know, and I feel like there's a lot of that in the whole kind of quote unquote marketing world. Um, So I just thank you for your honesty and transparency today.
1: That's what I'm here for. I, I don't like to just, put out information and then hope you guys (laughs) hope you guys sign up with me. I'd rather you guys actually learn how to do some of the stuff and simplify your business. I feel like everybody's overcomplicating ads to to the point of pulling their hair out.
0: Yes. Yeah, totally. Well great. Well thank you again. I know you're so busy. So thank you for joining me today and sharing all this wonderful information.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for to listen to this later.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. And, uh, thanks for stepping and chatting with us guys and we'll be back next Tuesday.